Hey everyone, welcome to episode 52. After tonight, I cannot go back. So, the real question is this. What does it take to make the gospel come to life? If you are struggling with what you believe, or if you do believe, but you want to feel the truth on a deeper level, or even if you are experienced in your faith and you want to deepen your relationship with Christ even further, what steps can all of us take to not just bring the gospel to life, but to cause the gospel to bring life into us? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Robbins, and welcome to Bringing the Gospel to Life. Hey everybody, hope you're having a great night. Um, Tonight's going to be one of those that I'm going to remember recording this for a while. Um, But it's going to be one of those ones that's pretty raw and pretty unthought out, but I'm just going to kind of stumble along the way, and I hope you don't mind that. And I'm not going to even talk about a principle of making the gospel come to life because I just, I hope you can see it happening. Like you're watching, you're listening to me have an experience in real time that, um, I don't, I don't even really want to share it with people, but I know if I just share it, other people will benefit from this and that is part of this whole concept anyway. So, um, here's what tonight's thought is about. So, um, Mary and I were just sitting and watching, TV and we were really bored. So we were watching a celebrity who wants to be a millionaire. And when I'm watching shows that I'm not really paying that much attention to, uh, sometimes she'll kind of do her thing and I'll kind of do my thing. And so I was reading a book and um, I read a line that I'm not sure why it brought such a, uh, put me into such a thing of thought, but it didn't. So um, I was reading this book and uh, I was just bored, just kind of sitting there, and like this, this line just rocked my world, and it just kind of shook me. And I thought, I was like, "Why is this speaking to me so much right now? Why is the spirit talking to me so much right now about this?" And then I remembered why, and I'm going to share that whole thought with you. So, as I was sitting there reading this book, um, I was reading this story about this guy. His name is uh, Kevin David. He's a he's a YouTuber, actually, is what he does. And uh, he does e-commerce and stuff like that. And um, I was reading his book. And I don't know. I don't know if anyone cares about this. You may notice I just read a bunch of random books. And it's because I once heard a talk from um, a TEDx talk from this guy who talked about his Amazon budget. He said he has a he has an Amazon book budget where he says, I have to spend $38,000 a year on Amazon books because I know if I don't do that, then I won't make progress in my life. And like, that's how he makes the progress he makes is by reading that mu- that many books. And so like that, like that story was like so cool to me. Now I don't have the budget that high, but like, I just do that. I just go on the Amazon Kindle store a lot of times and I just buy books and I just read them. Um, anyway, so I was reading this book and he's talking about a totally different topic and the topic doesn't really matter, but the line it does. And it said this, and he said, the problem with people is that they want to fit in with social circles and adjust their behavior accordingly. People don't want to stir the pot and cause conflict or be disowned. So they never question anything. And without realizing it, they then join the pack And then eventually they will attack anyone who questions the collective beliefs of the group. But that second sentence, people don't want to stir the pot and cause conflict or be disowned so they never question anything. I just like, the spirit bore truth of that. Like, like I felt that. It was like this, like that is so true. And like so much of our behavior, I think is just completely, 
I don't think you realize how much your behavior is based on social circles until you try to change your behavior. And then you come to realize that the thing that really is either keeping you in your certain um, behaviors or the thing that's stopping you from adopting new behaviors, I am finding has a whole lot to do with people. Um, and I'll just share a couple examples real quick and then I'll go into the story of why this matters. But like, like something I've always wanted to do all the time is like go running and be outdoors exercising and stuff. But like, man, I just don't want to go out there and have people see me. That's really the big reason why I don't do it. I'll be honest. And, um, it's funny how when you, when you're scared to do something, you're like, Oh, all these people are going to think this thing about me. And then you go and eventually do it. And none of them even think that about you in the first place. And you share with them. You're like, I thought you were going to think that. And they're like, why would you think that I would think that? Like you're so in your own head of what you think the social people around you will say and do that. Like it just totally stops you. And anyway, and any situation where like I've gone and done something that socially I was afraid people were going to judge me. Number one, this is just my personal experience. I know a lot of people have had a lot of negative experiences that way, but number one, either they've been completely supportive of it or number two, they haven't said anything to me and they've kept their thoughts to themselves, which I don't know if that's good or bad, but um, like even this podcast, like I was so nervous to start it because number one, I, uh, I always thought to myself, I was like, well, people won't, aren't going to want to listen to me. So there's that. But thing number two, like, I'll be honest, I was really scared what like other teachers would think of me and what my family would think of me. And like, I'm not, they've never given me any reason to think that, but that's what you think. Right. And so like that, that sentence rings so true to me. And I, I was trying to realize like why that matters to me so much. And then I had all this other revelation come if you've ever read uh, Richard G. Scott's like talks. This, this is what he talks about. Like when you're sitting there in a moment and you hear something, you need to keep asking like what more is there to this? And like the revelation flows. So um, this is pretty personal, but I feel like sharing it and I hope it'll bless your lives out there. So um, as I was thinking about it, I was taken back to a day and it's a very specific day and I'll never forget this day. And looking back on my college life, I'm kind of wondering why I did what I did based on this event. But anyway... August 19th, 2014, at 11.25 a.m. is a day that I will never forget because of how the Spirit talked to me on that day. Um, And I'll never forget it. And um, anyway, August 19th, 2014, I had come home for my mission in May 2014. So I'd been home for about three months. And as you know, all return missionaries are trying to find their way around life and trying to find a spouse and, you know, do whatever things return missionaries do and try to find their purpose in life again, right? And um, it was education week. And my mom asked me if if I wanted to go to some education week with her. And being a newly returned missionary who had nothing else to do and no dating prospects, I decided to go with her. And of course, my my main man, who, <laughs> if you know me by now, you know that person at Zelda Bednar, was giving the, the big um, education week address where it's in the Marriott Center and everyone there like goes in and like it's the it's also the BYU devotional for the week. And so we went in early and we went and saw on the left side of the Marriott Center, like, and we were like pretty close. Um, it's kind of funny because if you go back and look at the, uh, 
like the highlight clips from his um from the talk like you can like see my arm <laughs> like I watched it so many times like you can see my arm in one of the pictures anyway um and uh, he he gave this talk and the the name of the talk is to sweep the earth as with a flood and or to sweep the earth with a flood it's one of the two and um and that talk that day is what he did was he he did an entire talk about an entire fireside or whatever it was devotional about um, using social media to spread the earth and flood the earth with good messages. And um, there are a few times in my life where I've truly felt and or seen like the mantle of the prophet fall upon an apostle. Um, I've seen it a few times, like one, one conference talk, Elder Bednar, uh, or sorry, Elder Anderson bore testimony of Christ. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like I know he knows that he's real. And I remember when President Monson um, was having a hard time speaking and President Nukdorf took one of the one of the um, speaking slots that usually the prophet takes and he gave that talk, the gift of grace. Like I watched the prophetic mantle bear testimony through him. Anyway, this thought, this moment with Elder Bednar was this moment. Like as I watched him prophesy about the role social media would play in sweeping the earth with the flood of the gospel message, I watched and felt that he was a prophet of God in a way that I haven't felt in many other times in my life. And so I'll never forget that day. And I remember having this epiphany because that that was the lesson he was giving. Like, I have to take part in sweeping the earth with a flood and becoming a master of social media in order to accomplish this. And which is so funny because I've shared this before, how I've had such a negative re- uh, relationship with social media throughout my life. And um, anyway, the reason I'm sharing that all this is because as I've thought about that day, and I don't know why like I didn't go into communications or something like in college because like that had such a profound impact on my life. Actually, I know exactly why I didn't. Because when I thought about being a person who swept the earth as with the flood, the thing that stopped me from moving on something that I knew I should be doing was what I thought the people around me and the social circles that I was in would think about me. That's exactly what stopped me. And that's what stopped me up until this point. And that's what's still stopping me today. Like a lot of times I'll get onto this message and I'll think to myself, Man, I really would share this. If it was just me talking to me and no one else would hear this, like this is the one thing I would share. And then I start thinking about the people who might listen to this and it stops me. And and that's really frustrating because I'm looking, I'm thinking back to Joseph Smith's story with Martin Harrison where in uh, DNC section three, I actually want to pull it up really quick. Or sorry, um, yeah, DNC section three in, in verse seven when he or, or six seven six through ten when he talks about how um you should have feared me more than you should have feared man. Like here's the thing is like I if you recall back to Joseph Smith history in verse twenty five when Joseph's like I saw the vision, I started sharing with people and everyone started making fun of me. And uh he's like, Why are they persecuting me so much? And like this line, like, why persecute me for telling the truth? I have actually seen a vision and who am I that I can withstand God? Or why does the world think to make me deny what I've actually seen? 
For I had seen a vision, and I knew it, and I knew that God knew it, and I could not deny it, neither dared I do it. At least I knew that by so doing, I would offend God and come under condemnation. And then he talks about how he feels like Paul, and like he's thinking about like all the stuff that's going to come from his social circle. And, um, oh, like, I'm sharing that because that's still impacting me. Um, and it's funny because a lot of the people that are going to listen to this are probably going to be the ones that I'm like, man, if this person heard this, like, it'd make me think twice about sharing. Um, because here's what's kind of funny. Like, um, so I had that talk. I heard that. I had that moment with Elder Ben Meyer and then I didn't really worry about it for years because I, I personally always thought like I had certain thoughts about people who use social media a lot. Like, and I watched how my friends and my, and like family members and coworkers and you know, just, just anyone. And I'm not talking about anyone in specific, but like how people talk about people who use social media a lot or the way a lot of um, church lessons are about the negativities of phones and it causes anxiety and the way people are, the reason teenagers are how they are these days is because of social media. Like, And so like that created such a negative social paradigm in my brain of people who use social media and stuff like that. They're like, I still struggle every day to get on here and talk because of what I think of what they say. And I've even I've even shared with a few people um who I'm kind of learning from as far as how to master the the means of social media in order to benefit the world and share the gospel message. And I even to this day I have people sharing with me like thoughts of like they're asking me why I'm reading these people's books or why I'm learning from these people because and they like judge them hardcore. They're like, well, because people like that, like they have a lot of money, so they're probably corrupt or people like that don't last long. Like they may be doing good now, but they're going to come crumbling down later. And it, it's amazing to me to watch people talk about something they have no idea about. And I'm just going to be bold and say it like, it's amazing to watch people say crap about stuff that they have no idea about and what's more amazing to me is that I listen to it you know and um I just I'm not I'm not calling it anyone I'm just I'm sharing a realization that I'm having that August 19th 2014 so six years ago I more or less I had I heard his voice I heard God talk to me and I know that was a moment um, that Im- that's going to impact my life forever. And since that day, I've had several other moments where I've listened to talks or I've read something or I've had a moment where I have felt God call or push me to start to do this, to share my voice, to, to learn how other social media people get us to take action on things. And um, I've what's been stopping me more than anything. It's not even been my own fear. It's not been my, like, oh, I don't know how to do that. Like, I figured out how to do it pretty easily. Uh, well, just like, I'm not saying I'm good at it. Like, I'm just like, I know where to learn and where to go for it and stuff. And I've also had people where I've met them or I've heard about them, I've learned about them as I've started consuming their content. Like, I feel a personal tug and a personal call to, to learn this and figure this out. But what's stopped me from taking action is exactly that line from that book. And I want to read that one more time because 
it's, uh, I don't know why, I just want to. The problem is, is that people want to fit in with their social circles and adjust their behavior accordingly. People don't want to stir the pot and cause conflict or be disowned, so they never question anything. And, um, yep, that's my thought, is that I've, you know, it's, it's so much to the point that, um, I felt lines from my patriarchal blessing are being fulfilled when I move forward on learning this stuff. And, um, like, I'm, I'm in a Joseph Smith moment. Like, I've heard God ask me to do something. And I haven't moved forward for so long because of my perceived thoughts of what other people around me would say. It's not even because they would say it, but like, but because I watch how they talk about other people behind their backs, it makes me feel, oh, they would do that to me behind mine. Does that make sense? And, um... I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's how I feel right now. And um, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's from a movie or something. (laughs) I don't know what it's from, but I feel like there's a movie somewhere where someone says the phrase, I have heard the call and I cannot go back. And if you know what I'm talking about, I need you to message me or send me a text because it's driving me nuts. Like, like, I feel like there's this really epic movie where this person <laughs> turns to his friend and he says, I cannot go back. And I don't know what it's from, but it sounds awesome. But anyway, that's how I feel like I read that line from that book and where it talked about how people are adjusting their behavior accordingly to what they think their social circle will approve of. And I heard that voice in my head just say, I cannot go back. And so I'm just sharing that with people here. Like you have very few moments in your life where um, you feel like your patri- or like your calling in life is showing up to you. And I, I felt like I had one tonight while watching Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. So there you go. God shows up in the most random places. But um, I don't really know what to do with that moving forward. But I do know one thing that like I've got to stop being scared about sharing the things that I think need to be shared. And I can't, and I got to stop thinking like, oh my gosh, the people at work would think this about me. And I got to stop thinking, oh, my mom and dad would think this, or my siblings would think this, or, or this person would think this, or my best friends would think this, because I know I talked about this a couple episodes ago, but, um, you know, that phrase, like the people who matter don't care and the people who care don't matter. And then another thing I've noticed is like, I've never seen someone, well, I can't really say that, but like, I've just noticed this, that people who are really, um, people who are really making progress with their life are often so busy chasing their dreams and their goals that they don't have time to hate on other people. And the people who are stuck doing the same thing every day are the ones who hate on the people chasing their dreams. And I've just noticed that. And um, I just don't want to be stuck in that. 
and I don't want, I want to, I want to go to the end of my life and have people say, have you ever heard that? Like you, you, like the test for what you really want in life is what do you want people to say about you when you, they're, when they're at your funeral? And I would love for people to say to me about me that like, I was fearless about what other people thought. Cause I don't like it when people say they don't care about what other people think because that like, there's like some pride in that, but I I want to be fearless about what other people think because that shows that I'm still concerned about what they think. Like I care about other people's opinions and I want to, I want to cherish them and learn from them because you can learn even from someone giving bad advice, right. Or saying something that's not uh, nice, but like, it's like, I want to be fearless about it. Like I don't want other people's thoughts or even what I think they're going to think or what they're going to say. I don't want it to stop me. Um, because I see people like the out there who are doing that. And like, those are the people that I look at. And I just want to be like, and so anyway, I'm not sure where that takes me going forward. And I'm not really sure, you know, maybe that, that concept kind of changes the thought of this podcast, but, um, cause like I've noticed a lot of people, um, they don't do their podcasts on certain topics. Some of them do, but some people just do it based on their thoughts every day. And I don't, I don't really know what I want to do with that. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe I want to do one where it's like gospel centered and one where it's just like, these are my, my daily musings or so, right? Because I'm consuming so much. I'm learning so much every single day at like such a high level, like so much. And I feel like I have a hard time. You probably noticed this. Like I have a hard time just condensing it all into a few minutes podcast episode every day, a single day, because I just can't stop my brain thinking about what I'm learning right now. Like, I feel like I'm on a mission. Like, I'm on a mission to master this game of being able to impact crowds of people. And like, I'm not even good at it yet. But like, the concept is just so fascinating to me. And um, I just felt like I needed to get on there and share that. So um, I'm going to make a pledge to each of you that like, I remember the first day I did my podcast episode, I was scared out of my mind because of what I thought the people around me would think. And then as soon as I started doing it, the people, I had two reactions from people, either number one, they, they told me they'd heard about it. And then they didn't tell me what they actually thought, which I don't know what that means. It means either they probably weren't impressed or they think they like disagree with it. Or thing number two, they've told me they really like it. And so like, dang, like that's a pretty good world to live in. Right. Um, that's a pretty good world to live in. And so like these past 50 episodes have been a step up for me where I've taken what I thought my social circle would think. And I like, I stepped beyond it and it was flipping scary, but it's been so cool. And maybe I read that tonight and I felt that because I have felt that there are some messages that like I've been pulling back on or things that I wouldn't share because I thought, Oh man, if uh if anyone heard me share this and like I had to talk to them about it later like I'd feel embarrassed I think that's like my next hurdle like that's my next thing to go over and you know like honestly I think the real reason I'm scared is because I feel like because I'm talking about the gospel we kind of have this mentality of like don't offend anyone because you could make them leave the church. I don't want to be, I don't want to be the source of anyone's reason for moving away from the savior because that's never what I'm trying to do. Right. And so I think that adds an extra level of social circle scaredness that I'm doing. Like I'm, 
Uh, that makes me a little more nervous, right? Um, but then I look at the Savior and some of the things he said to people and, and the polarity that it caused, right? As long as he was teaching the truth. But the thing is, he's, he taught the truth, but he was always very kind about it. And so even if that made someone shift away, he was never scared to share a message. I don't think he ever stopped to share a message because of what he thought the people around him would think. And that's my problem. But what I'm, but I also need to be very kind about it and do it in a way that is just talking about me. And this is epiphany I had and this realization I had. And if anyone can draw um, value from this, then I think you need to take it like that. That's that's something I haven't started doing yet that I think I need to start doing. And so um, I could really use your opinions on your thoughts after you're listening to this one. Uh, whenever you listen to this, even if it's a month, two months, a year, three years, four years, five years down the road, um, will you share with me what you think about this concept? Like, I've heard the call and I can't go back. Um, and man, the social circle, like, oh, it's so hard to get over and I know that's so cliche, but I hope you guys hearing the realness in my thought process brings it to life in a way that maybe hasn't been in a while. And that's just what I'm going through right now. And that's what I'm thinking about. And so, um, yeah, I hope you find value from that. Let me know how you're going through similar situations. Uh, share this with someone who might need it. Share this with someone who maybe needs to hear that, like, it's just good to know that someone else is going through the same kind of concept, you know. And uh, obviously, tell me what you think. And I hope this helps you guys. And I will talk to you tomorrow, as always. See ya.